This is episode 807 for November 2023. And you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. Before we get to our episode, I want to remind you about patreon.com slash crawlspace. Signing up helps support this podcast and our website. Uh, some perks is exclusive behind-the-scene information. You get exclusive uh, podcasts like our Spider Satellite podcast, which I bet you've got at least 50 episodes of that up there. Also, you get an exclusive Discord service just for Patreon members. I was just chatting in it today. And merch, you get crawlspace t-shirts, hoodies, coffee cups, stickers for your laptop or your car. Again, sign up, support the site, support things you like by going to patreon.com slash crawlspace. Hey, crawlspacers, welcome to our ASM show. Let's introduce the panel who we have for this month. We've got uh, Canada's own Josh Winnipeg Webhead. What's going hey on? Hey, guys. Man? Doing good. It's going to be fun. Uh, we've got one issue. We don't have much to talk about, but there's lots of happening in the issue that I oh, imagine we can fill oh, an yeah. hour, can't we? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we also enjoyed her appearance. This is her third appearance. Christina, what's going on? Welcome back, Christina. Round two. Here we go. Round two to talk about ASM. There we go. And we also have Mike. What's going on, Mike? Hmm. Well, I am a little bit saddened that there's certain someone is still sticking around after he almost got Gwen Stacy. But oh, I thought you were talking about Jr. He's not. He's unfortunately not on the episode this month. But uh, oh, he yeah. will. He probably. He probably. It's probably a good thing, but because he probably would have just been, you know, probably just wouldn't have been like what, you know. Probably would have we, we would have seen we would have seen some interesting JR goodness if he had stuck around for we this, would have but, we would have yes oh very and much so. we have plenty of Sarah goodness what's going on Sarah it's going well it's going well do you still have your party streamer we don't talk about that Brad <laughs> that was a whole <laughs> episode ago we are bringing that props back do we have a new prop for this episode Sarah what do we have what do we have we have Spidey guitar yay oh, oh, is that a Mark Bagley art on the on the front yeah. of that. Yep. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Art. Play it. Can you? Oh, I know this is impromptu. Can you play the Spider Man theme song on it? Uh, it sounds like this guitar sounds like shit. So, oh, I mean, yeah. if you really want me to, look, at how, the small, look at how small it is, right? Like, mm, yeah, a little baby guitar. It doesn't have a good sound. So, oh, okay. no, right. I would rather smash it than play it. Well, oh. you are a rock star then. All right. Uh, <laughs> we got Matt Bird in the house in chat. Uh, let's see. Andrew's here back. CB Sabolski got booed at, uh, Oh yeah. Cause it, it was the, um, yeah. I think it would have been either. It was yesterday's panel at the, um, New York city comic con, or I don't know if he was out. Oh, was he on the About one? That what? Today Why the, was he booed? Um, Paul and uh, MJ and Peter. Sorry. Yeah. A very, very um, appropriate segue to go into this for this issue. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, Josh, you've got this issue. We've got one this month. Uh, we've got ASM 929 Legacy, right? Whoops. Yes. All right. It's time to channel my inner JR. All right, boys and girls. So <laughs> we are starting with the most heebie-jeebie inducing cover there. If you want to pull up that cover again. that one, I really like this cover. It is I really do, too. Nice. It looks sick. And like Brad, it'll definitely boost up my grade for the issue. But um, <laughs> yeah. We, uh, yeah, just totally very spooky, scary, very fitting for this month. So we start with this cover and we open with our hero, Norman Osborn, uh, playing with Craven's shaft. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not making stuff up. That is legitimately what happens in this issue and what he calls it. Uh, and this is not normal Craven. This is Craven 87, uh, the, the clone, the 87th clone who watches in judgment. Uh, Craven right. doesn't like guns. He knows they often destroy the ones who wield them. Meanwhile, we then cut to Hammerhead and his goons who kill a bunch of dudes, but they're going to blame someone else, actually two someone else's, and they're going to tell this to two other someone else's. This highly convoluted plan shows that Hammerhead is ready to bring the hammer down on this war of gangs. One might call it a gang war coming to comic book stores near you, November 2023. And 75 parts, if you like it or not. Yeah. <laughs> Yet another unnecessary massive crossover event bleeding my pockets dry. Moving on. Okay, so... We get to the main part of the story where we have Evil Peter, Gobby Mommy, MJ, and Mr. Manbun himself, Chi Town's favorite, Paul, <laughs> all in a big stand down. 
Peter is filled with hate. Yes, Peter, use your hatred. And he throws 18 feet of steel ribbed rail right into Gobby Mommy's side. Oof. Yeah, major oof. And I, I love this part because Spidey then looks over at Paul MJ and goes, Paul, a word. <laughs> and Here, let's take a look at this. That That is one of my favorite parts, too. Paul, a word. So mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, okay, so MJ tells Paul to run and it's going to square off against Peter with her casino spinning plot device bracelet of potential doom. <laughs> so she says, uh, he goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where'd you get that thing? Oh, right. He gave it to you. The weasel who took you from me. But MJ is a big girl and she's gonna not going to take any of evil Peter's crap. So Peter yells so hard you can actually see his mouth through the mask. Yeah, and then yeah, you can. Out of nowhere, boom, return of Gobby Mommy. She attacks evil Peter and threatens to tear Norman Osborne's sins out of his throat. Then MJ, having zero regard for secret identities, quite loudly says, no one's killing Peter Parker today, and throws a deck of mystical cards around Gobby Mommy's throat, throwing her away. Uh, let, me, let me show you that. There you go. I do got to pause here because, wow, Gleason's art is phenomenal here. I really like this panel. This is a really nice page here. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then we cut to Peter giving Paul a wedgie as he <laughs> goes up the bridge to throw him <laughs> off. He's going to Gwen Stacy him, but uh, MJ catches him as Craven gets ready to fight evil Peter. We then have Norman Osborn show up and tell MJ, I enjoyed getting to know you, Mary Jane which must have happened off panel because that has not at all been shown for the last 34 issues of this run. But I digress. So we have Craven 87 and Evil Peter tussling around. Peter's gaining the upper hand, and it's all a big distraction that Craven 87's putting on as Evil Peter headbutts him again and again because for Craven 87, he has overcome his father. And uh, with this very intense look in Peter's eyes, Craven grabs, bear hugs uh, Peter and just cracks his back as Norman takes a, the spear and stabs him in the back, literally. And the sins fly out of Peter and into the spear, or so we think. So after. There, there's the panel you're talking about, right? There. Yes. That's big, pretty. Yes, very. Again, Gleason is just killing it with the art in this entire uh, comic. So, Peter and MJ hug, and you get a couple panels there that legitimately do look like Peter and MJ are a couple, which is just very weird considering, you know, her <laughs> boyfriend just got tossed off of whatever. So, <laughs> Peter assures her that she didn't do anything wrong. Craven leaves. Gobby Mommy flies away, smiling, which concerns Norman. And uh, we then cut to kind of the aftermath here. So, Peter and Norman have a FaceTime call. Norman is telling Peter, it's not your fault. You know, it wasn't really you. And uh, we see Randy on the television here. Uh, this is bringing us into the big crossover gang war event. Uh, something needs to be done. Norman tells Peter to get some rest. Peter just straight up ignores him. He says, this is the perfect way to take care of my guilt is to go out and swinging. And then yet another gorgeous Look at that thing. page here. This, so I'm not even pretty. Like, typically a fan of the big spider eyes, but this is beautiful. This mm -hmm. is just a phenomenal splash page here. Well mm -hmm. done, Gleason. Uh, and then we have a little bit of a closer here where we close off with Norman. Uh, he's realizing the sins may have not actually gone back to the spear Craven 87 buried, but back to him instead. With an evil sneer, our hero Norman Osborn lets out a singular heh and is horrified of what he has just done. To be continued. Yeah. Maybe. But that's just the story. Then we have the letters pages. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. This yeah, this letter. Hold, hold on to your butts. Yep. There, yeah. I will not read the entirety of this thing, but yeah. basically, um, this first letter is something. Basically, it is going over everything our podcast and every other Spidey fan online has been saying on the interwebs, like what, for the last 15 years, just saying mm -hmm. how, why don't we have Peter and MJ together? Should be, well, let's just undo one more day already. It, you know, we have uh, Superman has a kid, Superman has a wife. Why can't Spider Man? Like, Spider-Man MJ or if the you next boil that letter down, it's why doesn't Peter grow? If that's exactly. the sentence, why, why are doesn't we Peter having, grow? Why yeah. are we having Peter Parker actually grow up and not be stuck just and, constantly in the same and rut? they don't answer that in the comment? No, the entire <laughs> no, <laughs> at all. At all. Marvel editorial completely ignores it and just focuses on the minute uh, y'all, you worded it a little that we don't get tens of thousands of letters, and although you know, we we only get about a dozen, which I mean. 
to their credit, they probably only do get a dozen letters because <laughs> guess what? They're about to get a lot more. Of. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it's just, it's a little ridiculous. Like it's just completely mm -hmm. ignored. Higher letter there, who, which mm -hmm. is done in a very respectful way. Like there's no malice or intent at all. Yeah. But yeah, just completely ignored and just said, well, you know, that's not exactly the metrics we would use. Mm -hmm. And what, what would be a better rebuttal, Josh, to that letter is like, hey, I think I disagree that he's not growing mm -hmm. would be hey, literally saying X, Y, and anything else. Yeah. Anything else. Cite, cite actual stories. Yes. That would be for one. Yeah. Like show, show examples like, OK, you say that he hasn't you say growth. Well, here are some stories where he actually has. They can even cite some, you know, they really wanted to. They could cite some, you know. They could type some Dan Slot stuff, even though, yeah, they got undone. But I mean, they could. But you could, you could certainly argue that he at least was doing some growth in that in that thing. So that would be the most logical thing to do. It'd be actually like, you know, citing oh, some stuff. Cite Norman Osborne's turn in. You know, here it's like maybe you know the relationship, how the relationship between Peter and Norman's has changed. You know, something that could be like obviously not. You know. Obviously, we can, you know, obviously, I think the first letter has merit because it is because Spider-Man is stuck in amber, ironically, because of Warmer Day. But, you know, it, it is it is something that you can you could do something besides doing the whole spin like, well, we respectfully disagree. But thank you for reading. And you'll, you know, go stay tuned, all that stuff. So well, what else is he supposed to say? Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, it is. Uh, you can. I mean, that's the thing. You you can't you can't put a happy face on beside, you know, because it is. You're right, Sarah. There is you can't say like, oh, why well, we totally agree with you because you know they're putting out a product, but there is ways of actually saying it without me being too kind of like, oh, sorry, you feel the generic, oh, sorry, you feel that way kind of response. I mean, there's you know, but there's other ways of actually there's other ways of actually doing it in terms of like if you know that you know, you know, or you know, corporate, you know, PR if, if, yeah. if if Marvel's being absolutely transparent. Mm -hmm. And if they were to reply to this letter, here's what they would say. Hey, you know what? We think it makes the character look old. Uh, we don't mm -hmm. want the character to look old. We want him to be Charlie Brown. We mm -hmm. want to have the illusion of age. And by marrying him, I think that will make him look old, which is what our goal is not to do. Which is I, ironic because given what happened with the ultimate Spider-Man announcement that happened mm -hmm. today. Well, yeah. they're, they're fine yeah. with doing an alternate version. They don't want the main sure. Spider-Man to appear aging at all. Which True. is what yeah. he did during the 70s and the 80s and the 60s even. He graduated college, mm -hmm. or high school, and how many issues? Mm -hmm. 20 or 30? Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if they were, I, I think the letter, the fans, the reply the fans want is, hey, this is why we do it. We don't want him to look old. We want him to continuously be recycling plots. He's still in grad school. He's still circling Mary Jane. Oh, they broke up. Oh, he's circling Mary Jane again. He's coming back around. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what he's been doing for 20 to 30 years. Now, and, do we have to agree with it? No, but no. <laughs> at least they're being candid about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but they aren't being candid with it. They avoided the forest and they hit all the trees. <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> I mean, I, I, I just, I, but if they did reply, because you got to play PR with Marvel. If they did mm -hmm. that, that would enrage the fans and there would be bleeding cool articles everywhere that, hey, oh, yeah. Marvel is making Spider-Man stuck in a cyclical loop and they're not aging him. They don't want to do that. That's bad PR. So they welcome the comic books, you know, because that's kind yeah, of the comic books. <laughs> we have to have an illusion of change. Mm -hmm. However, the change is that we are getting older mm -hmm. and and comic books are aimed at the older group. Over 20, 25, I would even say. Mm -hmm. Not many kids are picking up comic books, even after having the most popular movie in the in the world. Mm -hmm. If I mean, not Avatar, but you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. But if the fans are demanding it, do we not get what Stan Lee says we get? Does it not say what's on the front of a lot of comics? But we demanded it. And they're saying we aren't demanding it in mass numbers. Well, that's because especially the letters pages, because you, you talk about, well, yeah, maybe they're not getting enough letters. They certainly probably get enough tweets, uh, Facebook posts, YouTube yeah. videos, that's comments on true. even on C on the and CBR. I've, I've, I've yeah. read that they, they don't yeah. consider that stuff legit unless it's handwritten. 
Well, I've which is that. weird, which is I weird know. because there's so many, because there are terms of an online presence these days It's probably, I would imagine, yes, you're going to get a lot more of the fandom that is probably, it's going to be the very vocal fandom, exactly. but it's definitely, but it's certainly a lot more prevalent than say, in terms of communication than say, like just basically sending, writing a letter out, sending it off these days. I mean, that's, you know, now, Josh, do you think this will incite a handwritten and email into him complaining about did we spark the fire again so okay if if the comics are supposedly supposed to be targeted towards my generation my the, the younger we're trying to get the younger you know people in to read them what 18 to 25 wouldn't they love that they think we they don't write the letters i i've, I've never even <laughs> bought stamp like but you don't have to do that you can just email them it's we, it's the we same don't do emails we watch youtube videos we send text messages we <laughs> no one even phone calls anymore so <laughs> like if if Marvel wants to get a grasp of what like uh, the younger generation is like how they feel about it, go on YouTube, go on TikTok, watch how we react on there as opposed to people that are sending in you know letters or emails or even still especially demonstrated by the first guy in the letter pages are feeling that way and are wanting one more day to be undone are wanting Peter to grow as a character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Christina, what's your thoughts on that letter and the response? I just think a lot of the times, uh, Nick Lowell, he's just uh, not seeing not necess- necessarily the right things to it. And, and I know it's like, you're not really sure how he should say something like that. But this, like you said, this might be the spark that's maybe this whole one more thing days uh, starting to click, but I'm not really sure. So... Mm-hmm. We, we got so distracted by the letters pages. We didn't even do the pros. We didn't do the cons. We didn't do the grade. Josh, you enraged me. I'm about to All send right, an email I know, for you. I know. <laughs> uh, Josh, <laughs> what's your grade, sir? Okay. Um, I'll give it a B plus. Okay. Uh, Mike, grade. C minus. Sarah. I gave it an A. Okay. Christina. B plus. B plus. I give it an A minus. Oh, okay. uh, Soflo gives it a B plus. Tevia gives it an F. Ryan oh, gives it a, gave it a C. Uh, Mister Comics gives it an A plus in chat. So what else do we have? Any other A plus? A minus for the arc says Soflo. Do we have any other grades in chat? A plus. We did that. Uh, Bruce gave it an A. Mm-hmm. Hornacek gave it an A minus. D. The Netta gives it a D. So Josh, pros. What'd you like? Okay. Uh, a lot of a lot of this arc has seemingly been like, or a lot of Zebwell's run has kind of been like compared to other parts of Zebwell's run. So, in terms of this run, this is definitely one of the better arcs that we've gotten out of mm-hmm. anything that Wells has written for you know his time on the ASM title. I I really liked um, having this you know big change in Peter. Like, okay, we have evil Peter. This the, this could actually go somewhere. It, it, it doesn't really like Paul gets thrown off a bridge and then caught immediately. Yeah. That's it. So like I do, it did start very strong. I don't feel, uh, I think it actually should have went on longer. This is an arc that I feel like could have panned out a bit more, but the premise is really, really cool. Also Gleason's art is phenomenal in this thing he has so many great panels there he and, and like he's awesome too i think on twitter he was like i got i really loved this comic this issue because i got to make this really cool moment between these two characters that i'm forever going to cherish and blah 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 and that's just a picture of peter giving paul a wedgie which is just <laughs> awesome <laughs> yeah oh here i don't think i showed showed that i was looking at the wrong panel there's the wedgie oh just yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Look, there's even yeah. a star <laughs> yeah. if your wedgie is so strong you have a star fly out of your butt that mm-hmm. is a strong wedgie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The art, the art's an A plus. No, um, yeah, I love Ramita Jr. too, but uh, I'll take Gleason. I'll mm-hmm. take him ro- rotating with uh, Ramita Jr. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Beautiful oh, looking art. Beautiful. Uh, other pros. Let's go around. Who, who has some pros? Um, I think interestingly enough, um, well, uh, Craven actually he gets because he gets he's the, probably one of the few characters in this whole thing that gets an actual an actual arc, um, because the whole idea is that he's essentially yes, even though he's wearing the mantle of the original Craven Hunter, he kind of becomes the realization I am not I am actually not my father. I can be my own version of Craven without and saying that he especially when it's especially when he's talking about how 
he actually over, for instance, when he was given the choice of basically whether or not to actually, you know, pull a Craven, like Craven's last hunt thing, like what, what he did with the, with the shotgun thing, he, then he says, no, I actually didn't do that. I actually tried to survive. I tried to get out and I realized that I'm actually stronger than my father. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's some, actually some decent stuff here. And he realized, and he's kind of like, and he kind of, I'm not sure this will necessarily make him a good guy necessarily, but it's definitely one of those things where he kind of, he kind of like, oh, there's, there's a, here's a character who, you know, is a, as a, as it's an interesting concept, but here he is a guy who's a literal clone and he actually becomes his own person, which is like, that's actually kind of neat. Um, I mean, granted, it's, there's some other stuff about it I'm not particularly care for. I mean, but I do think that that, that actually was to me was like one of the stronger moments about this thing. Like, in, I mean, about this. So, and it yeah. goes back to the whole Craven slash hunt inversion thing as too, in a set in yes. a way too. It's like they, because here you have this Craven, this Craven comes out, becomes a stronger per- person as opposed to Craven, the original Craven who they're like, Oh, I have to go out like a sad sack essentially because, yeah. or try to try to redeem myself. I agree. Something. That is a pro. It made the character better. He's just mm-hmm. not, a, he's not totally a Ben Riley. Yeah, exactly. How is Craven's clone having a better story arc than Spider Man's? <laughs> because Craven can get old and die. Spider Man yeah. can't. That's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Christina, what'd you like about that's not been said? Well, basically, everything that's been said, I wrote in my notes. Patrick Gleason yeah. artwork, uh, the panels that stuck out on 16 when uh, he's getting stabbed and all the sins are going back into him, and then you yes. see the goblin's face. Uh, the panel on 19 where it's Spider-Man back black in his red or blue suit and swinging. Uh, um, I am wondering though, and I think it might've been you, Mike, that mentioned it last time. Uh, this might be setting up an arc for Peter in a gang war where he's trying to make up for uh, mm-hmm. all the stuff that happened this time. Right. Stuff. Yeah. I think and there's then, a little bit of that. Yes. And then uh, basically Craven overcoming his, darkness realizing that he's not his father he didn't cave in he didn't kill himself uh, and so he, that was a nice arc to see that i thought and then i thought it was a nice wrap up and stuff because i know with a lot of these events that they do they start off strong and usually land on a dud i didn't think that was this was i thought it was a pretty good wrap up right i i don't know uh, i kind of agree with both of you and josh there's there's if you stretch it out and you run the risk of having a 17 part crossover of evil Spider-Man, <laughs> which is what gang war sounds like. Mm-hmm. If you have a short and sweet three-parter memorable story, Craven's last hunt was six parts. We're mm-hmm. still talking about it. Mm-hmm. This one was a nice little three. This was a nice little dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, gang war sounds like a golden corral buffet where you got <laughs> your choice of what you want. You want a little Luke cage. You want a little daredevil. How about a little Electra daredevil? How about a little this? Anyway, uh, I, I agree. Uh, less is more sometimes. So. Sarah, prose. It was not been said. Uh, one thing I really liked that has not been said, and I know um, lots of people don't like this character, and I understand, um, but I thought Paul like had – he was like, Spider-Man, what? do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Like he could have been like, he could have been like, oh no, like I'm scared. Like, you know, he could have been very upset, but I think he handled that situation very well as a character that everybody like craps on. You know what I mean? I, I saw that was cool. He was like, yeah, do what you got to do, man. Like whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. I guess I kind of agree with you. It, It did. It did give a little bit of, okay, Paul. So you're not scared, huh? But the (laughs) the character is, uh, well, we're not meant to like him. I no. guess, is that a bone that was thrown to make you like him just a smidge? I guess it was. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sure, but I, I did think it was really interesting because I expected his character to react a different way. Yeah, that's so true. seeing that was, was cool. Yeah, I, I'll give you that. That's a, that's a pro. I agree. Uh, one pro I have, uh, I just love these two panels right here with the giggle. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's oh, my biggest pro because I that just put a big old smile on my face when I saw a little bit of so coming back. Here's a question then. Yeah. Um, is this implying that because you can actually look at this in two ways, especially if you're looking reading the Nor because Norman's narrations route, whether he actually the spear 
when he stabs Peter, it actually gave him the sense back or whether Norman still has the green goblin in him all this time, but it's just yeah. been suppressed. I, I, I like, the I think I go with the latter can't... actually. I I yeah. and I think Jr. would agree. I, can't, I don't want to speak for Jr. But I think you can't mm-hmm. eliminate everyone's sins, even in mm-hmm. fiction, mm-hmm. to pull them yeah. all out of you. You're either evil, mm-hmm. or a lot of people are in between. You're, a lot of people are mm-hmm. either good or evil. And with mm-hmm. Norman, he's more evil, and you can't take ev- evil out of everybody. Right. No, you can't. But I do think it fiction. would be. I think it would be a huge redemption point for him to have those sins and and I don't know, maybe that's what's going to happen. I don't know, but to have those sins within him, but then overcome that, be like, I'm not going to be that person that I used to be, even with all of the things I've done. And, you know, I I just, I, I think that would be better for Mm -hmm. the character, like in the, in the long run, you know, Mm -hmm. if they're going to make him switch to being a good guy or however you want to say it. I don't think Norman's redeemable though. He's, he's murdered. He's been an abusive father. He's been a horrible Mm -hmm. husband. A horrible friend. I don't think he's redeemable, but he's fun to watch. Well, yeah. I think that I think the thing is what they would do. If it'd be interesting to take on this thing, like say, like okay, maybe the spears absorbing the sins work, but Norman is still the Green Goblin is still there, like a like Mister Hyde almost. Mm-hmm. That's why, and it's it's starting to come out a little bit again. So that's where I think that would be Norman great to see Norman say, "I don't need these these yeah. sins. I've got enough mm-hmm. built up over the years. You can have right. those." Like, mm-hmm. I think that'd be awesome. He's like, ha, 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 he's back. Yeah. I think that would be, I think that's what they're going. And if you think about it, Josh, to go with your point to stretch this out, this is a flip on Spider-Man in the fact that they've stretched this Norman good guy out. It's a flip of what this story is, which is Spider-Man is, is a bad guy. Which I got to mm-hmm. say, in Wells' yeah. run, that has been one of the best parts of yeah. it is watching the Peter and Norman Osborn, which is insane, but mm-hmm. just their dynamic has actually been very well written. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. Uh, any other pros we've not mentioned? All right. Let's go to cons, Josh. What do you got? Marvel editorial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The letter page. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more, bit of a lasting, like if we're going to have Peter kind of going into gang war, like I got to make up for some of the, the sins I committed. It would have been, you know, if, if he would have beaten like Paul to a pulp, or like had something that was a little bit le- like he throws him off a bridge. MJ catches him. <laughs> like that, 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 that's kind of it. If there was like a very like dark thing that like Peter is now trying, like I have to make up for this. Like, I, I can't believe I went that far. Cause it, you know, he does say it was all me. Like I, I, it was still evil me, but it was me doing it. Does it seem out of character, this panel, like Mary Jane's so forgiving right here. See, this is I where I'm going to get it. This is part of my big, con with this i mean because a lot of the the way they handled the peter and mary jane and the you know mass murdering vemno account holding man bun sporting jabroni known as paul um <laughs> but um the way that the way they hold they're doing this thing with like oh you didn't do anything wrong it almost reads like and especially with it already, especially with that other thing where Mary Jane says, "Oh, I'm a big girl. No one took me anywhere. Well, except for the fact that you were kidnapped by a mad mathematician with a, you know, you know, and thing." It almost reads like Zeb Wells was trying to basically saying to the, you know, selling to the Spider-Man fans who do not, who are kind of opposed to the fact that Peter and MJ split up. He's saying, "Hey, you basement dwelling neckbeards." Get over it, um, <laughs> you know. You neckbeards. Yeah, that just just basically saying, telling these guys, telling you, telling folks, to get over this, get over this thing. I'm trying to tell the story and everything like this, you know. Just because, you know, and just because he know, I'm surely fairly well that they people do not like Paul. That he's just a, you know, he's a, he did, you know, spoke in the wheel thing and stuff. It just. It just kind of the whole thing kind of read like he's almost like basically saying, hey, I don't have to apologize for what I'm doing. I know you hate this, but I'm not apologizing for it, which is why you have MJ acting like, um, uh, you know, basically, uh, you know, uh, uh, a Josh Whedon character in this and uh, basic and uh, also using Gambit powers with her with her Ben Tenner's yeah. watch and stuff. And it's just everything about this kind of feels like. You know, I mean, I did get a kick out of the fact that Baffer Paul gets rescued. No, apparently he's completely forgotten about. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I mean, that thing with the doing nothing, doing anything wrong business. I mean, I mean, I get what they're trying. I mean, it almost seemed like the way that whole thing came across is it felt like he was trying to justify, like 
trying to justify like this whole thing with what how they broke him up off panel thing. Although, and I do do think it is funny that you know here we get this Gleason image of you know basically Peter you know resting on her you know using a bosom as a pillow kind of thing and Paul's nowhere to be seen. Um, it's like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you know that, that is, if you're not dating, that's kind of, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, the, the bosom pillow is only for dating. Yeah. But the other thing, <laughs> what, what, the, yeah. But the other thing was, was, was funny, was interesting about this, which was kind of like where I was kind of felt like I was, where that whole thing where Peter is kind of worried, like what are the repercussions in the, and then, and then Norman goes, Oh, they'll just blame it on venom anyway. I'm like, you had car, you had a whole bunch of stuff blow up and everything. You had his mask being taken off and, he, and apparently, oh. oh, no one's going to say anything about Hey, Spider-Man was causing all this stuff. I mean, there is not, doesn't seem like, and it's like, Oh, well, I'm just going to swing off and be a like, happy thing. I mean, it's a great shot of the, of him swinging off with the, putting the mask on, but at the same time, it feels kind of off because given what he just did and it's like, and he literally tried to you're, kill you're a guy. Li- and so it's like, you're you know, lying about her yelling. Cause that's all in caps and it's yeah. not a, a yeah. balloon. It's a yelling balloon. Mm-hmm. He's yelling his identity. And right. I, I don't think Ashley Kafka Goblin mommy, as Josh says, knows who he is. Thank you, Neil. And, well, Craven, well, Craven, does Craven even does. know? I don't think the new yeah, Craven because knows. he takes his mask because he because because the Peter who laughs oh, basically yeah. takes his mask off at some point. <laughs> Peter laughs. <laughs> Peter, <laughs> laughs. Yeah. Peter does. So now yeah. you don't have to put two and two together. So the new Craven knows who he is. Yes. Uh, mainly because Mary Jane's about to yell it. Yeah. So, and yeah. I'm sure I'm sure the red guy, go- I'm sure Queen Goblin knows too, which by the way, there's another thing since the sins leave Peter and he's back to normal, the sins left her, but she's still evil. I don't know how that works. You know, I'm yeah, not I don't, sure how that works. I don't know either. It's magic. We don't have to explain we'll it. Explain it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, but I think that I think the, but the main thing was just how they, but it, to me, it just, I mean, again, I could be guilty of reading too much into this the thing, but it just felt like the whole thing where how he's trying to it felt like, the way he was handling the kind of the quasi fight between Peter and MJ in this. And yeah. it almost did read like, like he's trying to justify like, Hey, I don't have to, Paul, I'm not going to, I'm not going to have to justify this, her relationship with Paul to you, you readers. I mean, it's, you know, especially with Paul's line, like I'm here, I'm not, I'm not, you would have to do, I'm here to stay kind of stuff. So it does feel a little bit, you know, like he's channeling his, well, as well as training a little bit of his frustration, probably with the readers. You know, I, I forgot it. to mention one of my pros is we got rid of that ugly Osborne suit. We're cla- back yes. to classic red. Oh blue. yes, that Thank is goodness. true. I mean, yeah, it's back. So yeah, uh, Christina Cons, what did you not like about the issue? Well, I when I first read it, I, it kind of seemed to me, and I know we were just talking about this, but it seemed to me that maybe the sins went back into Norman Osborne. But after we were talking about it, um, I don't know, I'm kind of maybe leaning towards the other way that we were talking about. Because I thought maybe if the sins had gone back into him, I think we'd be doing another Goblin story. And it's like, oh, oh Lord, here we go again. Mm-hmm. So I, I, but I'm leaning more towards the other way now that we've uh, talked about it some more. But, and then the only other thing is I think. Paul's really outstayed his him and his man bun is outstayed his welcome because I he, he, the kids are gone and they're just like drifting apart. It's like why is he still here? So it's even Mary like, Jane's like run get the hell out of this book. I mean come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's there to cause romantic tries friction. Yeah, that's all. Well, that's all he's yeah. there for. Lovers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I agree with you. <laughs> Sarah, what's some cons out of you? Uh, nothing that hasn't been said. I just wish it was that story was a little longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How long? How how long is too long, and how short is too short a story? You got three issues here. That's a you good could question. Have done a fourth. Yeah. Yeah, One it more? depends. It depends on what they put in the story, like the quality of the story, like what exactly is being told, and how are they handling it. Um, I'd imagine one or two more issues could be enough, or I don't. You know, it just depends. Maybe the fallout of yelling his name at the top of her lungs with Mary Jane. Maybe there's fallout of that. I don't know. There, be- there should be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And then we can make him make a deal with the devil to erase everyone oh. remembering that. <laughs> oh, brother. All right. Uh, chat, if you got some questions for us, we will uh, answer mm-hmm. them before we wrap this show up. 
Peter is the man, says Gary in the Frozen. How could MGA choose Paul over him? Actually, the it's the, ben the ben wristwatch. Wristwatch. It's the Ben 10 wristwatch. That's the, I mean, Lily, I mean, think about it. She doesn't have the kids. She doesn't have the fake kids anymore. So the only re logical reason why she would be seeing around is like, because she's obligated because, Hey, I got a wristwatch that. Yeah. Paul's oh, good with the tools. Oh, this is, the, oh, <laughs> yeah. Hornacek says, I wanted an issue where evil Peter was out of the suit, trying to go through a normal day of Peter Parker's life. I think uh, that would have been interesting. Ooh, that that would have been, been good. Yeah. Mean to Aunt that, May, mean to Jameson, being to Robbie told uh randy what he thinks like what are you marrying that girl for come on yes, you know better. that would oh, be really cool you know i would have liked that yeah that what the awesome. first one didn't work out for you randy <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah um let's see question why does marvel want paul to exist uh, we talked they, about that a little bit right it's yeah. for, for conflict like conflict yeah. that's the, that's the conflict yeah. you you're not supposed to like paul tevia uh you're you're he's not why you're yeah he's well that's he's a really good job of <laughs> yeah he's doing a great job of us hating him so he's doing a mm -hmm. great job get an a plus paul uh is mj out of character has she grown and matured says the netta mm. well i mean i think you know i would say that you're trying to i mean i think what they're trying to do here is that they're trying to emphasize they're i think with marvel's way they're doing this is they're trying to make it so that Again, they're doing this trend about having his, his Spider-Man supporting cast be superheroes. And I think they genuinely believe that by giving her superpowers, they can make her a viable character in her own right. Even though and, she's tied to Spider-Man, she can And Mike, to sell a book. And sell a book. Sell a jackpot yeah. book, maybe an ongoing if it sells well. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's the idea. I mean, I would say that you could, I mean... You could say because you could. I mean, they would say that she kind of grew and matured a little bit because what her time, at, you know, literally in her time in that limbo place. But it's the idea is I think they seriously they do. I think they do believe that by giving, like I said, that by giving her powers, this makes her feel like an independent character, even though she's still tied to Spider Man. She's not actually with Spider Man. Kind of like what happened with Flash Thompson becoming Agent Venom, and then now Anti Venom, and now you of course see like. Flat, interesting enough, Flash Thompson barely appears in the comics anymore, does it? Mike, I'm he, telling you. Yeah. yeah. Look, look, they want to do it. They want a jackpot. They mm -hmm. see yeah. the variant covers. They're yep. selling. They know Mary Jane's popular. They mm -hmm. want to say, hey, can we give her powers and give her an ongoing series? Yeah. They're, gonna, they're trying it. Why not? Yeah. They want to make they, money. They're doing it with Liz Allen right now. It's so. so annoying, though, because, like, can we just leave some of their characters, some of Spider Man's characters whether they be main characters or side characters or can we just leave them alone and let them live their life as normal people like yeah, we, we have that? no more normal people in these books yeah. yeah who is normal randy and no he's not even normal he's dating a super villain well that's right yeah um you well jonah well kind of i guess unless you count that you know he's unless got, he becomes a unless well, he becomes yeah a, and he's got doc Ock arms pet yeah well like, that's true yeah aunt may Unless, well, then, well, unless they, she gets reverted back to the golden oldie. Um, again. Uh, no, she's the, the black, black widow. Is. She's the black widow. She kills all of her mates. <laughs> all right. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. True. Yep. Uh, MJWP says, you can tell Gleason's a big Peter and Mary Jane fan. You can, yeah. What he tweeted. Oh, yes. Yeah, what did he tweet? Much. What are you talking about? He flipped the wedgie the, with Paul. Oh, that's right. The that's right. Wedgie. Um, and yeah, I would also add that if they wanted to get a new writer on, um, because we've seen Patrick Gleason during the Spider-Man Beyond do some writing, writing chores too. So he yes. could easily do it. Yeah. He did the one where a black cat and Captain America are like helping Peter get back on his feet. Right. Right. There was also another that one. That was where amazing. He, there was another one where he did with like, was Peter was in the hospital and having some kind of a visions or something like that too. Like a loser right. thing. Yeah. Answer the next question. I just had this thought. Yes. Mary mm -hmm. Jane has matured. She had a character arc. She ha became a mom. She got in a new relationship. She had, she grew by losing children. She cared for as a stepmom or whatever, as an adopted mother. So mm -hmm. yes, in the span of, in this universe, several years have passed. She's been with another dude mm -hmm. and yes, that is character change. That has changed the character mm -hmm. like it or not. The character has changed because of the events that happened in this. Yep. Peter has been spinning his wheels mm -hmm. and not in, in the time that Mary Jane has moved like it or not. The character is different. Mm -hmm. Now, if they keep the character, if you never hear Mary Jane say about the two twins again, or the kids again, and Paul, after he exits, but if you're going by real life, 
the character mm-hmm. should have changed. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Yep. Uh, Nanetta, Mary Jane's jackpot origin sucks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, here's a wristwatch. New from Apple. Uh, <laughs> they need a spider family of books to sell like the bat. They already do, bro. Miles. Spider Boy. Go check out the Patreon. Oh my God. Spider Gwen. Yeah, exactly. Like what Josh said. Uh, Hornacek, to paraphrase, syndrome. If everyone has powers, then no one has powers. Um, oh, Shy Town's in the house watching. Sarah, editorial wants super powered variants to sell. There you go. Oh, I know. Well, the other thing, too, is I mean, I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm sure I'm sure I mentioned this before, but you have all these, if you have all these Spider-Man supporting characters getting spider, you're getting powers and then you've got, um, or being venomized or what have you, they'll do the spider verse versus venom verse thing. I'm sure it's going to happen someday. Absolutely. Um, Tevye wants to know what was the purpose of the storyline with evil Peter Parker? What were the consequences for the story? So then what was the point? Well, we aren't, we haven't seen the consequences yet. He may, have some consequences. I don't right. Know. I mean, I if, if there if there is no ramifications from this, like then I'd say, yeah, you have it. Then yeah, then I would say that this feels like yeah. There, what is the point of this thing? But if it like save like in, in the next issue with we were getting with wreck rap, um, fire, oh, like, yeah, which is free crap, right, right, whatever you pronounce his name, four ninety nine re crap, yeah, yeah. But if if you do if like maybe he if you do get some like maybe some little tidbits about Peter reminiscing on the fact that, Oh, I did this kind of stuff and everything like this. And I'm trying to get over it. Maybe then. Yeah. Then you'll have, you know, cause well, logically that's thing, feel, yeah. Well, that's one thing that Spencer did. Well, he mm-hmm. looked what slot did yeah, and he said, you know what? Doc Ock got a college degree. What mm-hmm. are the consequences of your villain getting that degree that you weren't able to get in 25 years? Right. Whatever yeah. it yeah. took for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like that he he made Peter have consequences of Doc Ock's actions. Now, the one, remember, Mike, we covered it years ago where mm-hmm. during Superior, where Peter killed a dude as Ock. Yes. That guy with a tin plate or whatever. Massacre. Yeah. Massacre. Mm-hmm. He killed. We never, he never had any consequences. They never talk, they never talk about it. Never talked about it. I mean, it was was literally shown on on live television. If you read the comic, it's that thing. Like, and apparently he got, but apparently if you remember, even in an issue, you know, he gets applauded for it. If you remember. And it's no consequences. And there's nothing about, there's like, no, like, nope, we're not going to mention anything about this or anything. It's just weird. It it is weird. It's comics. That's that's yeah. So that, that could have been a cool, uh, uh, this one YouTuber I watched, uh, Lewis films. He was talking about how that could have been a cool thing to have Peter kill Craven 87. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's a clone. It's not the real crap, whatever. If he kills him in as this evil Peter and he's brought back, here's a consequence. Peter now Mm -hmm. has to deal with going into gang war where, you know, people have seen, spider-man or venom of you know one of the brocks or whatever they've seen him kill a guy now they know that he has you know peter holds his punches now he's not holding his punches people might not trust right. him in this gang war that could have been something that could play off of here the thing to blow well even then not even that even the thing of him blowing up parts of the lincoln tunnel oh yeah, yeah yeah that alone should be like you know that be you know alone if like even i it's Norman should dismiss it always oh, he was since you were wearing the black costume and you get the visit as venom no that's because Again, how many, you know, that should be, you know, there should be some doubt in the public's mind. Like, well, wait a minute. Is this, well, was this Spider-Man or wasn't it Spider-Man? Was he did, you know, that kind of thing. Mr. Comics has a good comment. The consequences was Peter's guilt over his actions and the potential rebirth of the Green Goblin. So there you go. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tevia, this is a, he asks, uh, why can't Marvel just realize we want to have a married Peter Parker, married Jane, who has a daughter, Mayday. Spider Girl, move forward. I'm going to play devil's advocate. That's the happy ending. You want a happy ending, is what you want. And they are trying to sell comics for another 60 years. So they have to have conflict. And this happens in soap operas too. And, I, I, and I'd like a happy ending for this character too. But, um, but and I think JR has said it on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> marriage is not a happy ending there's it there's, isn't. there's so much like i mean you know coming from someone who's not even close to getting married there is so much other stuff that you that mm-hmm. goes on in a marriage you know they, it's the reason why we all love craven's last hunt is because his the fact he's a newlywed plays so heavily into that story there yeah. that's why it was such a powerful 
story is because you know I have a wife now. That's a much bigger responsibility, you know, a college mm-hmm. girlfriend or something. But I think I think the other thing to see is I think this is something that Quesada w- I mean went back when one more day first happened. He said he's he's uh, he's of the they were of the, he's of the opinion and there were quite a few editors were sharing this is that the idea of having Peter getting married it closes a it closes a chapter and they want to keep what they want they what they want to do by keeping him single they want to keep that particular chapter open. Now granted whether or not how effective they are with doing implementing that is another story because I think the fact that they're saying him to be in the continuous, endless cycle of relationship failure one after another does kind of keep him stuck. Let's talk about that, Mike. But, in yeah. the in the time since one yeah. more day, who has he yeah. been? Who, who's he going on a date with? He went out with uh, Carly, Carly Cooper. Cooper. Mm-hmm. He went back to Felicia. Yeah, he went on a girl. He went. On, he he dated a comedian chick, didn't he? Oh yeah, yeah the thing yeah. that Jupsajarski's run. Well, yeah, as Spider Man, interesting enough. Who's that, he, Michelle? Um, right. Didn't he go into an alternate universe with Wolverine and Jason Aaron's miniseries yep, and fall yep. in love? Fall in love with some girl. Yeah, that some girl we never ever talk about. Talk I about, forget yeah. her name. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's Black but Cat. the thing is, but what they've what they're kind of what Marvel's been struggling to is like I think a lot when they were came out up with this, they kind of felt like let's go back to that kind of that era about you know having him relationship problems. But the pro, but the thing is. They what they don't quite realize is he's kind of moved past that already, for a, a long ago, like years ago. Because yeah. um, so what they're doing that is so they're kind of stuck. So and if you notice, it's not so they're not really doing much. There there's not much of an exploration of him having girl trouble notes necessarily too much either. Because because every time they pair him up with somebody, it just feels like oh it's almost like in the back way in the back. Even this recent one, what's happened with Black Clad and everything, like oh they were supposed to be up at this hot steamy romance. We never actually saw it. It was all kind of in the background, like never nobody you know no nobody talked about it and everything. It just and kind of like yeah. Back it's when just, one more day happened, we didn't have Miles. Now we have a Spider Man mm-hmm. that can yeah. we if they want to have those stories, we can have that with Miles. And right. We can have. The, the older, more mature Spider-Man with Peter. Well, what's interesting too is like, and especially if I'm, I'm going back to the thing about what the announcement of what what the what the what we presumably what's going on with the new Ultimate Spider-Man mm-hmm. thing that was announced of having a, it's basically the take on it's basically like, you know, the ultimate version of Peter B. Parker. Like, and people are making the assumption like, is this a is this a Spider-Man who got bitten when he was as opposed to being 15 when he was like in his you know late 30s, early 40s. And that's like, and basically taking it. So it kind of like, when we're thinking about that possibility, it kind of puts the notion that this notion of from the, from what Tom Brevoort saying that Spider-Man's about youth. Well, no, what Spider-Man was been about really is about growing up mm-hmm. and essentially, and a lot of what a lot of takes on Spider-Man, they always start him as a teenager getting his powers. We never really see an aspect of Spider-Man starting when he's actually in well, as that was a, as an established adult and how maybe getting into maybe having a midlife crisis, for example. Um, so and how and that and that mid, having the midlife crisis is also part of a growing it. There's a growing a growing period as well, too. So scenes, I think it's more apt. So I think what there's a lot of stuff about with Spider-Man, like why, you know, can't put him back with Mary Jane. I think part of it is because this feels like, well, we have a brand to sell. Because Spider-Man has to be like he has to be the single guy with having job and relation money and relationship problems, but at the same time, there is you know we are we do see that he has already kind of like we see that him being married to Mary Jane does work. Um, if you and because there is an it explores a different aspect of being of of adulting, shall we say? Um, and I think also. It would be considering how what's going on with with Superman with the fact that they decided, hey, let's we're going to give him Superman to have him marry with Lois and have him kids and how that's kind of worked out. You would think that Marvel would kind of like, hey, we can compete with that and have a and do that as well with Spider-Man too, Spider-Man as well. But well, it sounds like they they are going to try that with the ultimate book. They're maybe. like, hey, you want yeah. a, you want an older one? You want him married? You want him whatever? They're, they mm-hmm. might try that. I, I'm, I'm curious. That's a really good thing in movies where we now, you know, we have Spider-Man in the MCU. People age like Tom Holland is going to, we can't consistently keep him in his, you know, late Mm -hmm. twenties forever. It's like, no, he's going to have to age 
It would mm-hmm. be nice if we could actually do that in the comics. Yeah. Well, the other thing is too is because the thing is it, with with American comic books. I mean, we all there is always a perpetual cycle of the there's a perpetual middle. Unlike say for like example, if you go to uh, uh, with manga or uh, Boston A with the French comics and everything, there's always a beginning, middle, and end. I mean, yes, even the manga stuff they go on for years and years and years, but there's always it's always the one creator. And they usually have an end goal in mind at some point. Whereas American comics, we constantly have to have, it's always shifting creative teams. It's always like, and with, and they want to have their own take on the character essentially. And so they kind of have to do. So in a sense, it's the way the model of the American comics works. It has to be, they have to kind of keep it as part of their, that part of that, creative model to keep it to have they keep on going they, they can't change too much because they want to have the next person well i want to do it and i don't want to do it with a married peter but because i want to do it because i feel like i want to have my own take on spider-man kind of stuff or if it you know let's uh we got one question let's wrap it up with walter's question here legit question what is the overall opinion of wells's run let's start with christina what's your what's your grade on the run we're wh- how many issues are we in 30 ish 35. 35 issues in. What would you give the arc as overall as a grade? The arc that just finished? Uh, yeah. Pro- probably about an A minus because I, I know I gave B's the last time. Well, I meant but not I the arc, the overall from oh. issue one to 30, whatever. Oh, okay. The overall. Probably in the B range, like B, because he's had some, there's been some good stuff. Like I enjoyed the beginning arc with Tombstone coming in doing that stuff hobgoblin but then dark web kind of brought it down a little bit and then the stuff with doc ock and the arms and stuff and having a life of that and then this i thought brought it up like i said this is the, one of the better ones we've had in a while so probably overall with everything from 135 a b a b so uh sarah what's your grade on What's the number again? 30, what issue are we on? We're on 35. 35, 35 yeah. issue run. What's your grade? Uh, I would agree. I think there have been, I would agree with a B, I guess. Um, okay. uh, but like there have been some really interesting things in Wells's run. And there's also been some things that I didn't really like. So, yeah. you know, the things I didn't really like. Some of them are bigger things. Some of them are smaller things, but there's not enough of them for me to be like, no, I don't like his run at all because I, I do. I'm enjoying the story with the Doc Ock arms. I know like we, we joked about it a little bit to, a couple of podcasts ago. It is a silly thing, but it's cool. I'm like, oh, they both have arms. Like, let's go. Let's see how this yeah. ends up. And, mm-hmm. you know, looking forward to what's coming the street level hopefully gang war that that's happening you know i i'm excited about it like there had been times with other writers where i was just like reading it to read it i wasn't like looking forward to the next story and the fact that he has me zeb has me wondering what's gonna happen what's gonna what's next like i think that's great all right mike what's your grade 35 issues in Mm, i think it it fluctuates between either a b minus or c plus i mean it's not, it's not, I would say there's, there's parts of it. There's, it's not like terrible, but at the same time, it's not really that spectacular or anything, or, you know, part of the pun or amazing. Um, I mean, I agree that the first arc with tombstone was probably one of his best was definitely as well. Belt Wells best. But then once he started getting the dark web, which was just a complete train wreck and then dead languages was like, you know, Really, this was this is what we waited a year for. That's what those were his definitely weakest points. Um, I think he's definitely. I think he, I think he's probably. I think with 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 Gang War, he hopefully he kind of like likes to get back into the war. I think this is something he. I think he Vincent said this is something he was looking forward to doing because it get, gets more to a kind of a, a grounded street level version of Spider Man. Whereas all the other stuff, interesting enough, all the all the stuff that involves the crap that involved what I just <laughs> mentioned, it's always this weird mystical, like having multiple going to alternate dimensions involving you know Mayan gods and and you know having you know basically a riff on on the X Men and th- on the crossing over with X Men Inferno that he actually wanted to do when he was writing the when he was writing X when he was on an X Men book but never got around to doing it. It's all they kind of shove it in here and I think hopefully he'll get he'll get he'll start getting a little bit more into his wheelhousing but right now it's kind of like it's not quite i mean 
it feels like it's 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 weird it's serious to say like wells has been trying to trying to find like what makes this run stand out yeah. um i mean and if you go back to say like i don't i mean as much as we bagged on it with dan slot's run at least dan slot had an idea of where he was how he was doing the character nick spencer had an idea he knew he would how he liked to write doc Ock. i don't think he ever yeah. got a take on spider-man oh yeah that's exactly. the one thing yeah. we talk about with dan right. slot is doc Ock's superior spider-man that's the best yeah. thing of his run well that or well, he also he's also can be known for spider-verse because like or not even though the original spider-verse was kind of it was like eh, it did it did make it he did popularize it i mean that's but that is something again with dan slot's run like it or not he did actually have a vision nick spencer had a vision jm J. J. michael straczynski had a vision for the character um nick spencer i think is still trying to find his and i don't know if he really knows i mean he's definitely got it he's definitely he got may know it but editorial may be dictating it that could be that yeah. could be like there yeah. could be a lot of nick lowe's in, in, input in this you know into this so thing what, but, what do we got we got a we got christina gave it a b i think yes Sarah mm -hmm. gave it a what? A B as well, yeah. And Mike, you gave it a what? I'll give it a C plus. I'll that's my Josh, what's your grade on it? Um yeah, I'm kind of around with Mike on this. I'm gonna give it a just solid C. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of story arcs here that it's like, all right, mystical crap, let's get, let's get through this. Or, okay, <laughs> all right, we're doing a big crossover and all right, whatever. But then there's mm -hmm. also the ones where it's like, all right, I want to see where this Doc Ock versus Peter with Doc Ock's old arms go. Or I, I am genuinely interested where evil Peter, you know, with Goblin, Green Goblin's sins are going. That If it's pulling me back to constantly wanting to be like, okay, I'm actually excited for two weeks. Like it's on my calendar when the next Amazing Spider-Man issue comes out. Yeah. I'm looking forward to reading this on Wednesday. Yes, great. If we're not there, then it's it, a lot of the times it's not even just like a meh. It's kind of like I have to read this in order to get to the next point. I get it, but I will give it a C plus. When I read the story that we just reviewed, it goes up to a B minus because of the art by Gleason and mm -hmm. the fact that I see mm -hmm. Peter evil as I've never seen him evil, which is something new I've not seen in the 60 years of the character like that. Mm -hmm. That is something new. This huh? entire arc has had amazing art in it. Yes. yes. But what takes it down for me is what we've mentioned, the dark web mystical stuff, the crossovers, the, hey, let's throw a, a Spider-Man in the Hellfire Gala. Let's get Mary Jane uh, something wrapped around her neck so she's choking. Let's have Aunt <laughs> Anna fight Spider-Man. Let's have Aunt Anna in a in a straight jacket. That stuff takes it down for me. Oh my word! I forgot that was still a thing. That's going yeah. On. Oh yeah, that's 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 all tied uh, into the jackpot stuff. That's all is, tied yeah. into X Men crap and yes. the Ben Riley stuff and the oh, I want to like it. And I I thought we were going strong with the the king the uh, the uh, tombstone, tombstone, which is what we're going back to, even though it's a bloated golden. Uh, Corral buffet storyline. Mm -hmm. uh, part. I guess we won't get Golden Corral as a sponsor, uh, but <laughs> anytime soon. But you know, bloated bloated storylines is comics is what. Mm -hmm. is I mean, it happens all the time. But anyway, all right. Final thoughts. Actually, we've got the chat gave grades for the overall run. Uh, Tevia, of course, gives it an F. He hates <laughs> this run. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Matt, Matt Bird gives it a D minus for the overall run. MJWP mm -hmm. gave it a C minus. Wells run is P for poop, says Jonathan. <laughs> I give it an F, A minus out of Mr. Comics. Total arc grade A. Hmm. Um, I think that's everyone that's chimed in uh, for that. To be fair, Aunt Anna attacking Spider-Man happened in the annual, which is Ed Wells didn't write. True. Yeah. True. True. Yeah. I'll give you that. But you know what? The gal's still in a straitjacket looking crazy, man. <laughs> still looking crazy. All right. Sarah, final thoughts. So what I was thinking as I was reading the chat and also like as we were having our conversation, um, one thing that just really irritates me is when like you have a cr criticism of something, right? And that's totally fine. You can have your criticism and you can have your reasons behind it and you can think what you want to think. But just like, this is why I don't like going on Spider-Man Twitter and stuff like that, because it's just so blatantly disrespectful. Like, mm -hmm. can you, can you say something in a, in a nice way? Like that you, like, I get you don't agree with it. Like, that's fine. But like, we don't have to be jerks. Like we all love this character and like, mm -hmm. I don't know, just reading some stuff. I'm like, 
over it. Your argument is lost if your behavior sucks. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, if you say you're ugly and here's why, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know where I'm going with this analogy, but if you insult (laughs) the guy's mother and Mm -hmm. you insult his dog and then you get, well, you write bad Spider-Man. Yeah. It's like, I mean, you don't need to do that. And like, it's, it's equivalent to someone saying like, um, not to be rude and then proceeds to say something rude. It's like, exactly. you're They're still rude. Them, just right. what are you Finding doing? Up. And it, when it's getting to the point of people online doing like death threats and, you know, like yeah. Yeah. stuff mm-hmm. that it gets to that that's point. Crazy. That, oh, yeah. that's, people. that's what gives us Comics. a bad rap. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It makes all of us look crazy with the, what do you call it, Sarah? Our neck beards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was my phrase. Oh, that was Mike. Beard. Sorry. I was like, I don't know about <laughs> neckbeards. I don't know about neckbeards. <laughs> <laughs> Christina, final thoughts. Well, I will say that um, I've been sticking with the Spider-Man comics. I've been reading them half my life, and like you, it would I think it would be hard to just stop. The only time yep. I wasn't reading it was when it was Superior Spider-Man, and then when it came back to ASM number one and relaunched, I started, but. Like and then like what Sarah was going on about. It's not just Spider Man. With when anybody has a criticism, they'll either do a death threat or they'll just be rude. And it's like half the time you can't go on the internet without somebody giving you a rude ass remark. And it's like what what is wrong with some people? I swear. It, and it's it, like it's, 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 that's a social thing. I think I think people have lost a bit of oh, what's the word I'm looking for decency yeah there it is yeah Yeah. and i think the anonymity of a keyboard and a a phone and Mm -hmm. a computer yeah and and back in the day you could log on to whatever a message board that said you'd have an avatar nobody knew who you were now in the comment section of social media they're happy to have their face and show their racism and their ignorance Mm -hmm. and their bigotry Mm -hmm. and they don't mind having their face plastered here and their full name probably even their address they wouldn't mind showing how how rude and hateful, etc. they are. I don't mm-hmm. get that. I really don't. Mm-hmm. All right, Mike, final thoughts. Well, um, I think it, it, I think the thing is, it's definitely, you have to look at the, I mean, even if you don't like a particular run and I'm not, I'm not and I, and again, I'm not exactly a big fan of the web sales run. You can still find nuggets of, there are certain things, good True. things about, it. for example, I I am totally shocked at how well I'm actually enjoying Norman Osborn actually struggling to be a decent person. Same. Um, Same. Same. I mean, I mean, grant. I mean, granted, there's, there's Gold Goblin was actually even though Wells didn't write that, but it's showing you the potential there. So the I mean, so it's taking stuff, and also the thing about what he's actually as well as is falling up on the stuff that was Spencer laid the groundwork. Like for example, the, the, the uh, Randy and Janice wedding and how it's leading into this, what's going on with tombstone and stuff and how it's like making tombstone and actually, Hey, he's actually going to be, he's actually making him into an interesting villain character. Um, so there is stuff here that can't, that does have potential um, that I think there's some of the nice little nuggets and stuff like that. So it's, it's not like, even if you, it's not like anything is like, it's not like something is 100% bad or 100% good all the time. There's always going to be, there's always going to be flaws, but there's also, there's just like, there's always going to be flaws in something that's actually going to be very well received. There's always going to, there's also something going to be some gems too. So JR hates the, uh, the vermin part, right? Uh, that's yeah. one of the most well-loved, well-respected stories. And JR says, it's not perfect. You have a guy that likes rats. Right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, because they're trying to push Furman in the story. I mean, it would I been, know. It would been, yeah, but you know, all right, but, Josh, final thoughts to be fair. Jr. hates a lot of things. So. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny? We talk about the man so much. He isn't even on the show. Last two shows mm-hmm. we've, we've named yeah. Jr. He kind of like Jr. has talked about how Norman Osborn, that's why he loves Norman Osborn so much is that even when Norman was dead, he had this overlooming present. That's kind of like Jr. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Jr. is not dead. He just <laughs> no, can't no, no. make this month. Yeah. <laughs> Even when Jr. is not here, we still have. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Final thoughts. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for joining us. We only had one issue, but we took an hour to get through it with a good lively mm-hmm. debate as usual. Oh, yeah. uh, if you would like to hear more of us debates, we've got Spider Satellites coming up next. I'm running a little late on that show. Uh, we've got, uh, luckily we've only got a few issues. Superior Spider-Man returns, uh, strange Academy with Spider-Man guest star, two issues of Spider-Man India, red goblin, number nine, 
Uh, we've also got uh, Lace Venom. We've got Tyler coming in. We've got Neil coming in. We got Kelly coming in on this episode. And that's a wrap for that episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Before we go, I want to remind you about patreon.com slash crawlspace. Uh, it's a thank you for our members by supporting our show and our website. And one of the perks is you get your name read at the end of each audio episode. So here you go. Big thank you goes out to Winnipeg Webhead, Gene, JR, Lisa, Rick, Robert, Scott, Vinkman, Adam, Annie, Aries, Brian, Craig, Cyberweasel, Diabetic Superman, Rosetta Hulk, Jacob, James, Jesse, John P., Josh, Kelly, Laura, Mohammed, Noah P., Ryan, Sarah, Scott F., Scott M., Will, Zach, hashtag something good for you. AJ, Anthony, Anthony L., Brandon, Datboy, Donnie, Frederick, Jeffrey, Afskimo, Ira, Jay, JB, Jared, Mark, Matthew, Milo, 17, Mitzi86. We've also got Nick and Nick C. and Patrick and Rocky, Ryan, Sailor Sega, Steven, Stuart, Symbiobro, and last but not least, Toby Z. So again, thanks for each and every one of you for signing up for our Patreon account. I hope you enjoyed some behind-the-scenes info that I put up uh, about some upcoming guests. And also, enjoying your swag and your exclusive Discord server, your monthly podcast. Uh, lots of perks by helping support us. So, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Thanks, everybody.